Coming up on today's WAG podcast, we talk to California Baptist women's basketball coach Jared Olson. The Lancers are 7-0 undefeated so far this season, plus they have a Sports Center top 10 play. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Today's episode of the WAC Podcast is brought to you by Hercules Tires, the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference. Now here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Rachel Vigil. Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner and Rachel Vigil. This time we are joined by CBU head women's basketball coach, Jared Olson. Coach Olson, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Coach, uh, first off, congratulations on a big win on Tuesday night at Pepperdine. The the team's playing really well. Uh, What were the keys to the victory last night? Uh, Last night we did a really good job rebounding the ball. Uh, It was basically rebounds and turnovers. Uh, We didn't turn the ball over. I think we won or we were minus 11 on the turnover margin, which is good. Um, and then we, I think we got about 75% of the defensive rebounds, which is really good for us. So it was all about rebounding the ball and then taking care of the ball and made a few plays at the end, able to win. Literally just a few minutes before we hopped on this call, CBU Women's Basketball tweeted out that CBU leads the nation in assists and Ani Oleda is number one in the nation. So what emphasis do you put on ball movement in practice? I mean, we spend a lot of time, uh, you know, emphasizing that in practice. I mean, we do a large majority of our drills are just forcing people to move the ball, share the ball, trust their teammates. Uh, it's definitely a, a, a very big talking point for me. That is probably my biggest pet peeve when I'm playing pickup basketball is when people don't pass. So <laughs> I definitely emphasize that a lot when we're playing. It just makes the game more fun. Um, you know, and, and Ani has really grown into someone, I mean, her freshman year, she was a. She only passed as a last resort. Um, she was a little bit of a ball hog, but um, she's really grown a lot as a player. I mean, I couldn't be more proud of the way she started the year. I mean, you can just see her, you know, just manipulating defenses on the floor with her head as well as her her legs, and and she's just been playing great. And the, the vision she's had, you know, to find her teammates has just really shown, you know, what you can really do as a player when you really work at it uh, and you put the time in. And I mean, she's the hardest worker we have, um, both, you know, in the weight room, you know, on the court, and then just, you know, spending a lot of time with me watching video and and analyzing some of those choices. And, you know, it's just, it really makes me really proud just to like see her put all that into action when she's out there playing. Well, Coach Johnny Oleta getting uh, some kudos after that game. She got the Sports Center uh, 10th best play. I thought it should have been higher half-court shot that she <laughs> made uh, at Pepperdine at the end of the first quarter. And, I mean, it really was – it wasn't like a heave. It was it was a shot. Well, every day, every game day at shoot-around, we always line them up and we don't leave till somebody hits one. I think she actually hit one that morning too, so – I think it just might have been her day, but, you know, it's pretty exciting and it's fun. I mean, anytime you see a half-court shot, even just as a casual fan, you get excited, right? And, you know, to have it happen in a real game and then to, you know, I mean, I didn't see her on Sports Center, but I got a lot of texts saying, hey, you got to check this out. And, then, you know, obviously followed up later and, and saw it. But I thought that was pretty cool. Brittany Thomas was named WAC Player of the Week two weeks ago. However, we haven't seen her recently. Can you update us on how she's doing, injury, what's going on? Yeah, uh, she was in concussion protocol. Um, she's working her way out right now. We're hoping that she can play, um, you know, sometime before Christmas. But, you know, those things, we will not play her until she's 100% ready to go. So 
we're just being cautious with her, but she's definitely on track to get back out there. It's nothing that should last very long. So we're hopeful. Talking with Jared Olson, the head women's basketball coach at CBU and uh, Brittany missed uh, all of last year. Caitlin Harper missed a big chunk of last year and she's been able to step in uh, in Brittany's absence anyway for a little bit of it. And she was named WAC player of the week as well. What have you seen from Caitlin? It seems like each game you're, you're kind of uh, giving her more minutes, maybe uh, of her, her injury. Uh, maybe she's getting a little more used to playing after having that season ending injury last year. I mean, we're obviously, you know, very blessed to have two really good post players, um, you know, and they, they're different types of players too. So they, they often like complement each other, you know, as one's going in and then coming out, like, you know, they bring something different to the team and different, you know, for the opponent to have to worry about, um, you know, and Caitlin, you know, she did tear ACL last year, pretty early in the year and redshirted. And, you know, she's been struggling a little bit with confidence, you know, just coming back from a serious injury like that. But, you know, we've been really pleased with how she's progressed. She's right on schedule in terms of like what we thought, you know, how long it would take for her to get back to where she was feeling confident and playing at a high level, you know, and, and really it's just, she's been doing that, but she's just doing it a little bit more consistently, you know, which shows up a little bit more in the games, um, you know, and, and like I said, I mean, we're just, we're thankful to have them both. And, you know, when they're on the floor, we're, we're definitely a much better team and, it makes me look like I know what I'm doing when they're out there. I mean, last year, everybody thought I was terrible at coaching and now they're back and they think I'm good at coaching again. So it's just kind of funny how that works. Well, coach undefeated seven and zero right now, what's the one thing that this team has done to keep that record? Um, I think, I think they've just shown a little bit of a grit. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, trying to emphasize defense early on in the year. Um, you know, and, and, we've been better defensively this year than we have been in the past, but it's not like we've been amazing, but I think just a lot of just being tough, you know, making it tough on the other team to score, able to kind of like grab those rebounds when we needed them. Um, and, and we're still a work in progress. I mean, we've been, I mean, first of all, just fortunate enough just to play as many games as we have. It's just been kind of, you know, kind of amazing in itself. Um, and then, you know, we've, we've had some bounces go our way early on, which is, you know, given us maybe, you know, some wins. Um, but, you know, those things, you got to kind of earn some of that luck too a little bit. Um, and I think the girls have played really well. And I, I just really, I'd say if anything, just impressed with some of their grit and toughness and hopefully we can keep growing with that. Well, coach, every time I, I look at my email, I hit refresh. It seems like the schedules have changed for, for someone. So you mentioned being able to play so many games so far and, and that you're fortunate with that. I think uh, Dixie might have only played to one game so yeah. far and you've already played seven and then you get to play Cal Poly uh, at home uh, before the break and then possibly against San Diego again knock on wood as as we uh, are taping this on a, on a Wednesday uh, having nine games under your belt non-conference that's got to be a, a pretty good boost as we head into conference play. I know this is kind of cheesy but you know before the season we talked a little bit about with the team and as coaches just like any game we play we're counting as a win. You know, so this is going to be an undefeated season for us because however many we get to play, it's just a win to get out there and, and be able to play considering, you know, like you said, there's a lot of people that haven't had those opportunities. Um, and we've, we're very thankful that we've been able to do that, you know, and I mean, there's, you know, a lot of those things just, I think we took for granted in the past um, and we won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> we're definitely, thankful, you know, for those opportunities to get out there and play and hopefully we can play quite a few more games too. It's a lot more fun when you can play. 
what is the fan situation looking like now and possibly in the future? Are there any, any information you can share with us? I mean, it's all dependent on like your state, local, you know, county officials and stuff. So currently for us, we don't have fans, um, you know, and we have a great webcast on the WAC digital network. Uh, very thankful for. <laughs> um, so thank you guys. Um, but, you know, it, and at some point, eventually, you know, we'll have fans that might be next year, maybe the year after that, who knows, but um, we appreciate the support everybody's given us, you know, away from the, the gym, right? I mean, people are watching online. I'm getting a lot of feedback with texts and emails from people that support us. And you know, we're thankful they're sticking with us, even though, you know, we can't see them in person. Coach, you were talking a little bit about uh, Caitlin Harper and what she's been able to do early in the season. Obviously, Ani Oleda has, has uh, gone on to, to be even better than she was last year, preseason player of the year. But you also have some new faces on the team that have been contributing, and especially in that win over Pepperdine, you had a couple of players off the bench scoring double figures. Are there some pleasant surprises so far in this year's team? I mean, I, I think – I don't know if I'd say there's surprises as much as just there's been people that have stepped up. Uh, I mean, like last night, Tiana Neal had a really nice game. Um, Nicole Avila Ambrosi has played really well at times, you know, but I think we're pretty balanced, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not surprised when someone comes in and, and makes a few shots or makes a few plays or does a good job on defense, because I mean, everybody on our team puts in the work in practice. They put the work in, in the weight room. Um, and when they have their opportunities, you know, they're, they're ready to step up and take advantage of it. And, you know, sometimes it works out better than others, but I have a lot of confidence in every kid we put in the, in the game and everybody on our team. So it, it is happy. I, I feel very happy when they go out there and they perform well because I know they've worked hard to get to that point. With there being no fans, how have you seen the bench and those new faces create that atmosphere for the girls that are on the court? We've had a – I mean, last night actually the, one of the officials – uh, was kind of reprimanding me for our bench being a little too loud and, and too, you know, into the game. And I was like, dude, there's nobody else here. Like, let's just calm down a little bit. But, um, you know, Jason Flowers, uh, assistant coach for us, kind of put him in charge of the bench. Um, you know, and it's not just him, but I mean, like Stacy, my other assistant, has done a good job with that too. But just creating an atmosphere. I mean, Georgia Dale is – a returner for us that has not played because of injury. And, and I think she is the loudest person on our team by a mile on the bench and just a great supporter of her teammates. And it, it just makes it more fun, you know, when people are into it, you know, nobody's, I mean, I'm sure everybody wants to be in the game, but they're also happy for their teammates when they're doing well, you know, and that's the sign of a good team. And it's been a lot of fun so far. Coach, uh, we open up WAC play uh, January 8th and 9th and you have, Utah Valley right off the bat in the preseason coaches poll. You guys were picked one, two, depending on which poll you looked at, uh, who was one and who was two. And this year, uh, playing Friday and Saturday back to back. Uh, how, how is that going to change your approach or is it going to change your approach as you head into conference play? Well, I mean, I've never actually done it where you played the same team back to back. So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to go. Um, you know, and obviously starting off with Utah Valley, that'll be pretty tough. I think they're going to have a really good team. I mean, I haven't, they haven't played a ton either, you know, so I don't really know that much about them other than I know they were really good last year. And I mean, Dan's a really good coach, so I'm expecting them to be pretty tough. Um, I think it's going to be a challenge for everybody though. Um, just to, to play the same team back to back that second game, I expect to be a little bit of a grind um, because you're going to be 
very familiar with that team. You're going to spend all week, you know, practicing against what they run and, and your scouts are going to be really good because you're going to be able to dig in pretty deep on it. And then I, I really think by that second game, you're going to see some kind of like slower pace, you know, lowing, lower scoring game, you know, probably a little bit more fouls than you want to see just because people are going to be, you know, getting a little chippy, you know, seeing the same people over and over again. But at the same time, like, I mean, like I said, you know, if we can get out there and we can play, I think everybody's going to be pretty happy to do that. Coach, I ask players this question all the time, but I don't think I've ever asked a coach this. Is there one team in conference play that you look forward to playing every single year? Hmm. Not really. Um, I, maybe that's just because we haven't been in the WAC that long yet, but, and it, it seems like there's new teams, you know, since we've been here, we've already added, you know, a couple new teams. And I mean, I just, I think the league is going to be really good this year. I mean, you can see it with the the non-conference stuff. You know, Grand Canyon is doing great. Like I said, Utah Valley's really good. OTV, you know, we've got, you know, new teams and Dixie and Tarleton. I think Chicago State's got a new coach that's doing well. Like, I think there's just a lot of a lot of upside right now in our conference. And I think every team you're going to play, it's, it's going to be a challenge. And I I would expect our conference RPI to be the best it's been in a few years, you know, after this season. I mean, obviously the COVID stuff throws a little bit of a variable into that, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that our league is on the rise and, and a lot of great things are ahead of us. Uh, Coach, uh, you did have some existing rivalries before the WAC with mm -hmm. Dixie and with Grand Canyon. And I, I, I didn't do the math and I was trying to figure it out in my head, but I would imagine you've seen uh, Dixie State and, and their head coach uh, previously, right? Yeah, so like we've played against JD a couple times, um, and I mean he's just to compliment him. I mean my I think we my first two years playing against Dixie State, I think we went against four different coaches, maybe five. It was kind of a mess, and he's come in and really stabilized things and got the team moving in the right direction. You know, which is which is a credit to him. Um, you know, it's nice we get to drive there instead of fly, which is kind of good. I mean, in the WAC, you spend a lot of time in airports. So anytime you get on the bus, it kind of mixes things up a little bit. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we know they're they're going to have a good team and he's going to be a good coach. And, you know, we'll, it, it's going to be a friendly rivalry just because it's close by probably. In March, you will have the opportunity to head to WAC Vegas. How has that changed your mindset this year with the tournament being at the end of the season? I think normally um, it would have been something that was kind of like you know, everybody's just kind of gearing towards that. But I think with the COVID stuff, it's really just kind of put more of an emphasis on day to day. You know, we're just, we're just not looking that far ahead. Um, even though I think in the back of our minds, we're all pretty excited that we're getting that opportunity, you know, because it is something you that you can kind of look forward to. Um, and it is something that will be a lot of fun, you know, if, if we're healthy and we can go and play in that thing, like it's going to be fun just to go in that environment and, and be able to play in a tournament, you know, where people are competing and, and I think the competition is going to be good. And I think we're going to be excited to go down there, you know, and I think just that, you know, whether there's fans or no fans, just the environment with just being with the other teams that you're competing with and everybody kind of going for something and, and getting after it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations to the fast start to the season. Uh, Rachel and I are both looking forward to seeing you in WAC Vegas here in a few months. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, have a great day. Thanks, right, Coach. That is Jared Olson, CBU women's basketball coach. You're listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. 
and check out our website at waxsports.com.